안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, clergy and members of office, 안녕하십니까? My dear brothers and sisters, today I am going to uh, Korea uh, right after this morning devotion. While I am in Korea, I will be uh, recording several es- uh, episodes of the Fundok's word to you according to my busy schedule. We ask for your prayer and devotion while the North American leaders are in Korea. We are very much exciting to see through mother on behalf of you, my brothers and sisters. Today, I'd like to talk about Hyojin Nim and Hung Jin Nim set a good example from True Mother's Anthology Book 1. So let's start it. Hyojinin and Hunjinin set a good example. Knowing that it takes manpower and effort to bring people to accept the word, Hyojin wondered time and again, isn't there a way to save people effectively all at once, almost as if they are caught in a whirlwind? That is why he began doing heavy metal music, which was quite a contemporary style. Thinking to himself, I will change the hearts of people through this music and thus guide them to the church. He created more than 10,000 songs in three years. That was an impossible feat for a human being. He both wrote and composed all the songs. That being the case, Night and day lost meaning for him. His days became irregular. His physical rhythm changed completely. A person's physical body has limits. And if you continue to use up your energy, you need to replenish it, don't you? His character was just like true fathers. The lyrics of Hyojin's songs reveal his filial heart. Also, because he studied in Korea, His vertical standard stood tall and straight. From now on, I will establish the tradition. I hope you will become the top guns whom I can remember in my heart. Henceforth, the life of a church leader must be stainless. It must be transparent. Their words should suit their actions and they must put their words into practice. What I am saying is that their words should carry weight. They must not say words that a leader would not say just because they are upset or angry. Since you are blessed families, I am sure you have raised children. When you are educating them, you start out by using the polite form of speech for their education, even though you are adults, don't you? You thus teach them to use polite speech first. This is similar to that. I hope you will become virtuous leaders. This is the true and truthful model. By following it, you should create a culture such that when someone says, so-and-so of Top Gun is on the way, so-and-so is coming, you are welcomed with loud applause. And I have not forgotten how hard you have worked. You are greatly blessed to meet true mother. Yojin's portrait should be placed in the Junshim Wan at the Champyang Heaven and Earth Training Center. Hyojin and Hunjin stand in the position of the restored 
eldest son and younger son, that is, Cain and Abel. Until now, Hunjin was at the center of the spirit world as its commander-in-chief. But from now on, Hyojin stands in the position of attending true parents as the eldest son. Hyojin's portrait should be placed on the right side of the portrait of the true parents of heaven, earth, and humankind in Jung Shim Wan. And Hunjin's portrait should be placed on the left side and Damonin's portrait on the right side of his portrait. Hyojin passed away on March 17, 2008, and True Father bestowed on him the ta- title Shim Chang Ge Bangwan Chun Hyo Ge Munju. Shim Chang Ge Bangwan means a garden that can open the deep, wide, high, and infinite spirit world. And Chun Hyo Ge Munju signifies becoming the owner of liberation and freedom, who will not be stopped anywhere, be it the physical world, the spirit world, all nations or all ages, because he is the representative of a family of filial piety and loyalty that attends heaven based on the original standard. Yeah, thank you. True Mother said Hyojin, Hyojin created more than 10,000 songs in three years. That was an impossible feat for a human being. He both wrote and composed all the songs. The uh, lyrics of Hyojin's songs reveal his filial heart also because he studied in Korea. His vertical standard stood tall and straight. From now on, Mother said, I will establish the tradition. Yes, no. From Mother, while she's on the earth, really she everything want to make it clear and then make sure the our the tradition. Shojinim's uh, portrait should be the place in the Chongshim Chung, one at the Chongpyeong Heaven and Earth Training Center. Shojin and Hengjin stand in the portion of the rest of the elder son and younger son that is Cain and Abel. Until now, Hengjin was the center of the spiritual world and each commander in chief. But from now on, Shojin stand, Shojinim, our Shojinim stand in the position of the authentic true parents as the elder son. Shojinim's portrait should be placed on the right side of the portrait of the true parents of heaven and humankind in Changshiman. And Hengjin Nim's uh, portrait should be placed on the left side and Demon Nim's uh, uh, portrait on the right side of the, his uh, portrait. I think this kind of arrangement is really important. I think now is, we know that our Hyojin Nim is our eternal as an elder, our, our, uh, as our elder brother, and then our Hunjinim position as our uh, representative of a younger brother's position. This trauma already set up very clear standard centering on you know, our Chongshim one. So why trauma is still on this earth? This is how clearly she organized the, the order of the true family. So since mother set up this goal and then everybody did to follow about this true mother's uh, arrangement. It does not matter 
your first son, second son, or third son, and then we need to adjust based on our true mother's arrangement. Then our true mother. Living divine principle, uh, God's third blessing is perfection of dominion. So let's study from true father's word. Root of fortune and misfortune through materials. Through what does the enemy come to find us? It comes through materialistic conditions. However, God's blessing also comes through materials. You have to know clearly that through materials, both God and our enemies come to us at the same time. And you have to become a person who can establish a firm central faith through materials. No matter what it is, when you establish a center, an objective existence naturally comes into existence. Because it is the principle of the universe that if a complete plus exists, a complete minus will naturally come into being, you must erect a standard, a principled center of faith on this earth. You must know clearly that because Jesus knew this principle, he shouted out, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Yes. While we live our lives of faith, we must find and establish a clear core of faith and one standard. For example, you know, to establish a standard for having dominion over creation, you need to first establish the first and second blessings. First, establish the standard of the upcoming filial sons and daughters, and next, the standard of the receiving the blessing and becoming husband and wife. If you, you know, expect, um, uh, expect the third blessing before realizing these standards, material things will bring uh, rest, means, means become digester. Secular people today try to realize the third blessing first. They try to earn money first. They are, their number one is the how to make money first. And then about the second, first blessing and second blessing is the, they are secondary. This is the really wrong concept, wrong standard. If I have a character of the dominating the body with a filial heart, material blessing are mean to come automatically. Therefore, before we worry about what to eat, what to drink, what to wear, the first blessing, we must focus on struggling to seek God's nation and his righteousness. Jesus knew such a principle very clearly and spoke also very clearly. If this order is not established and becomes reversed, you will only pay indemnity for the rest of your life. And you will go to the spirit world after only suffering. My brothers and sisters, that's why I think first our goal is what? We really focus, how can I become true self? How can I become true sons and true daughters? How can I become filial sons and daughters? How can I have that kind of true personality? This is the first target. And secondly, after receiving blessing and creating beautiful unity between husband and wife, if we set up that condition, 
Then father said, you know, according to universal law, surely, you know, heavenly father need to bless your couple and your own individual entire your family. This is the heavenly order, you know, be fruitful. Okay, first one is we have to be fruitful, you know, and then multiply. And then finally, we can dominion over all things. There is a clear order, first blessing, second blessing, and third blessing. We only can achieve third blessing, which one is a dominion over through the first blessing and second blessings completion, my brothers and sisters. Next content. Who is the owner of one's material possessions? What you should understand is that the things which you have owned so far, your material possessions, are not really your own. You are temporarily managing them. The things that you manage well should be offered to God through the true parents. In other words, unless they go through the process of belonging to the true parents and God, they cannot be yours. This you should clearly understand. Yes. What is the principal view of materials? It is that the things which you have owned so far, your material possessions are not really your own. You are temporarily managing them. You should clearly understand that you are the manager, but the owner. I, you know, I really uh, have uh, some experience, you know, when I uh, just entered the Korean UTS and Reverend Yohani continuously emphasizing self-denial, you are not your own self. You need, you belong to God. Even when you're dealing with any materials, that materials are not belong to you. That's why, for example, when I buy a book or a notebook, and normally people are write down their own name, normally Korean people, they write down their own name, and then I did not write down my own name. I just write down the manager, okay? Not owner, <laughs> manager, Yong Jung Sik. You know, I write down something like that. This, I really kind of, that kind of brainwashed by Reverend Yong Halli. I still I really uh, remind he was so much, even through father here talking about so much. Then who is the owner? The owner is God. I need to know that. I am keeping God's possessions only for a while and then return to the heaven. To the Father said that we must manage the materials of our, our, of our own field as well, and then they should be offered to God through the true parents. You know, the word you must clearly know that unless they go through the a process of the belonging to the true parents and God, they cannot be yours, then how should you manage them? The possession entrusted to me should not be destroyed, but should be well protected and managed. And it has to create plus, not just only maintaining. It is to multiply and return to return it to our heavenly parents. That is, uh, you know, uh, we need to understand about very clearly who is the owner of the one's material possessions. So this concept has to be very clear. I, my body not belong to me, my mind not belong to me, my possession is not belong to me. Everything happens 
everything through parents, everything publics. We need to have this kind of clear concept. That's why if we already know, or we already know this kind of principle, concept, and attitude, we can love everything very well. Everything we treat as a publicly, my brothers and sisters. Next concept. Distinction of private objects and public objects. You must absolutely orderly distinguish between the public objects of the Unification Church and private objects. By passing through such a process and clarifying the standard of private and public things, you must know how to live centered on a stable principle. However, generally speaking, it has become the opposite way round. You are treating private objects preciously while neglecting public objects. You must absolutely not do this. You have to know how to value public objects. Yeah. Well, for fallen men, private object come first and public object come later. Even in handling objects, because they think of the private object as more important than public objects. They cannot go beyond their own notions of possession uh, and are ultimately judged without overcoming their fallen nature. A clear uh, distinction uh, need to be made between public and private objects and private things should be treated as public things and valued as well. I have to think that someday even private objects that I use should be offered before heaven. And then one, and then one, one of the, uh, our member, uh, you know, since he listened to listened my morning devotion, he said that, wow, before going to spiritual world, I want to be a, like a poorest guy. I don't want to, I don't want to left any even single penny. I want to offer everything to heaven. So when I hear about that kind of his testimony, I was so moved. He clearly understand, clearly said that what I have, what I what I possessed, everything is belong to God. Not oh, not not that is not belong to me, not mine. That kind of attitude, the public concept. And then really, God is the, my owner. We need to have that kind of attitude. We learn from our true parent. Even though you have your own private objects, own about the position, you need to think that this is a belong to God. Someday I need to return to heavenly parents, return to the old mankind. We need to have that kind of beautiful concept and attitude. Then already, Already you already overcome top of the cross stage. Already you overcome material things. And then you can handle, you can become the owner of the old things, my brothers and sisters. Today's youth ministry again about the one-on-one -on -one divine principle education. So let's invite Heavenly Honey again to read. Read the principle every day. Church leaders must read the words of the principle at least 10 pages a day. 
All of you eat meals, right? You eat three meals a day, right? If you eat three meals a day, then likewise, you have to do spiritual breathing together. Ladies and gentlemen, do you fully understand the principal words? There is I who has been fighting hard to walk the course of restoration through practice centering on those words of the principle. If you want to know more about the deep valley of heart that flows at the core of my existence, then you have to implant your roots there very, very deeply. In order to become a large branch, you have to develop a relationship with the fluids from the root and absorb them. Those branches that do not do this will become desiccated and then eventually die and fall off. Do you understand? It is very serious. Accordingly, you have to pray and exert yourself every day. Yes. Unification church members must always read the word, listen to the word, and practice the word. You should plan and systematically read all the Fundok textbooks for the rest, or rest of your life. Just like you have to eat three meals a day, you also need to set a standard for Fundok and think more seriously about it than eating and read. And you have to pray and offer Jongsong every day, no matter how busy you are, Fundok and prayer of Jongsong have to be always be done well, repeatedly, repeatedly. It is like our spirit and breathing. Next, know that we believers have an external mission and an internal mission. Your external mission is to work hard in the position you are in internally. Everyone has a common mission and that is salvation which is witnessing. Witnessing must begin with the closest person who I give and receive with. Witnessing is the way to save save the spirit. There is nothing more valuable than this. Blessed families, my brothers and sisters, while raising their children, should be physical parents, but spiritual parents. They must witness each of their children and make them their own spiritual children. Most of our blessed families are suffering from failure to do this mission properly. When you deal with your children, okay, yes, you know, they come out from, you know, parents' womb and then physically belong to you, physical, physically your own child. But Father recommend us. You need to be a spiritual parent as well. Not just only physical parents. You have to be a spiritual parent of your children. So, you know, you need to witness them. Of course, their blood lineage is different. Their second generation, pure water, pure blood lineage, but they do not know divine principle. So you need your your main job for your children. You have to be spiritual parents to your own children. Need to teach it one by one. You know our divine principle through parents' life. Because 
over and over and again and again. So most of our blessed family, they, they, are, they are doing great job as a physical parents, but most of them really could not, could not fulfill their job as the spiritual parents. That is the problem, my brothers and sisters. That's why I'm already reflecting reflect on myself. I have three kids and three grandchildren. Am I really doing very well? as a spiritual parents, as a spiritual grandparents or not, not just only feed them, not just only take care of them physically, externally, materially. Most important job is how can I become spiritual parent to my own children? How can I become spiritual grandparents to my grandchildren? This is a very, very important mission, my brothers and sisters. If we just only become physical parents, we do not take care of them spiritually, then what will happen? Our future is really not clear. No more promising, my brothers and sisters. Next content. The members of the Unification Church all do not understand the principle. You are ignorant about the principle. At the same time that you equip yourself with the principle, you have to do witnessing. At the same time that you equip yourself with the words, you should also always stress the necessity of the principle. You cannot live an experience of the heart alone. You have to do witnessing. How? What do you do witnessing with? You have to recite the divine principle book to the extent that you can memorize the whole thing. Knowing what is in what page and everything? Yes, no one can ever achieve perfection alone. The existence of me can be completed only when I form a common base. I need to make a reciprocal, reciprocal base with somebody. I cannot complete by, my, by myself. So know that I am completed through on object pattern. First, the word and common base must be established. Secondly, through the chongsong and prayer, and we need to achieve a common base with God. Next, we must witness through relationship, sympathy, which is experience of heart, cannot be achieved alone. The best way to show sympathy, which is experience, is to witness to people. You can experience the heart of God to uh, you can experience the heart of the God the uh, fastest while practicing witnessing. Experiencing God's heart is impossible without witnessing. This is really very clear. This I really love Father's word. Father said, experiencing God's heart is impossible without witnessing. When I take care of my cane, raise up my cane, and then through serving them, loving them, sacrifice for them, and then I need to really remove all my fallen nature, you know, to raise up my spiritual children. That's why when I raise up my spiritual children, this is the best way to become spiritual parents. This is the best way to inherit God's heart. This is the best way to really level up my spirituality. 
Therefore, without witnessing, you are just only focus on job and job, 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 and then just only focus on what to eat, what to drink, what to wear. Without raising up witnessing, there is no way to raise up my spirituality, my brothers and sisters, through loving Cain, through sacrificing for my Cain. This is the best way to understand what is God's heart. We must meet God while loving Cain, whom we cannot love. And by offering sincere devotion of tears and chongsong for Cain, we can experience God's heart. Continue. When you learn the principle, when you begin from the principle of creation and learn about the fall and the principles of restoration, you are not learning about someone else's affairs. You have to learn while being in the position where it becomes one with your flesh and bone. In other words, when you learn about Adam's family, you have to become Adam. And when you learn about Noah, you have to become Noah. And when you learn about Abraham, you have to become Abraham. Because they failed as the substantial bodies of resurrection, you have to feel the pain of repeating the sacrifice. And you have to know how to listen to the lecture while experiencing the sorrow of God. For this reason, God is also in the position like that of the Cain God right now. Therefore, we have to make sure that because of us, God can become the able God and the able Adam. Yes. While studying these central figures of the age of restoration, do not view them as people who only existed in history and then disappeared. You need to be able to see their standpoint from your own standpoint. If there is something and they took responsibility for, I will inherit their heart and chongsong. And if there is something they were unable to take responsibility for, I need to, I need the determination to take responsibility to do it. More importantly, we must be able to understand God's sorrow and pity in dealing with each and every one of the central figures. For example, regarding the cross of Jesus, everyone shed tears with sympathy for Jesus. Oh, Jesus died miserably. Oh my God, he's my Lord. He's such a sorrowful guy. You know, many people sympathize, sympathize Jesus. However, no one shed tears while holding on, on to the heart of God who was carrying behind the scenes of the cross of Jesus. When Heavenly Father looked at Jesus' cross, when he crucified on the cross, what was Heavenly Father's heart? No one think about God's heart. No one think about God's situation at the time. That's why when we study divine principle, uh, centering, uh, centering on each central figures, we need to know that not just that person's failure or fulfill their goal, you know, create a foundation of faith or substance. We need to know that centering on, we need to see centering on God's point of view. How was God at the time when he delivered Noah? his wife, his children, 
how was Noah's heart after Adam and Eve fell? How was God's heart, you know, to dealing with Adam and Eve and Cain and Abel? We already need to think, centering on God's point of view. That's why Father said divine principle, part one was very important, but part two is more important because through the part two, you know, you know that how Heavenly Father guides human being. We understand truly, you know, God's suffering heart, God's sorrowful heart. Continue. In order to find God, look at the work he has done in history. In order to find the living and moving God, you have to study the principle. I have come to the earth so that you can do such study of the principle. Those of you who at times see me in their dreams, raise your hand. You are supposed to see 100%. You must see 100%. And when you face difficulties, I will coach you in everything. Yes. As I read the, uh, the principle, I will read the mind and heart of God. As I read the principle, I can meet God who is living and working. As I lead the principle, I can hear the voice of God who comes to me and appeals to me. Therefore, the world uh, is the life and love of God. And it is the element and food of our eternal life. Okay, one-on-one TP education application method. I ask uh, Heavenly Honey, please read. Prepare two textbooks, and while the witnessing guest reads first, they will come to recognize the basic content of the word. And after the guest reads, then the person teaching explains more in detail. Since guests in the introduction course may become bored or lose interest if you read too much or explain too long, you need to adjust well. Then when, then when do you pause reading and look at diagrams and add explanations? The lecturer may pause the reading according to a paragraph or pause according to a figure or diagram, or you may pause according to interrelated parts. For example, if you read about the four-position foundation, you can pause at that point and show the diagram of the four position foundation and explain it to that the image remains in their heads. Depending on the intellectual level of the guests, there may be some subjects that they do not understand. No matter how much you read and show and explain the charts. In such cases, it is important to lead inductively through dialogue and questions. Some guests interrupt the progress by asking too many questions during the explanation of the lecture. In that case, it is better to act wisely. During the lecture, it is good to have the questions first written on paper and then have a question and answer session after one lecture. In a country with diverse ethnic groups, such as America, Artistic exchanges between instructors and trainees may not be smooth due to language barriers. In such a case, it is a good idea to have an interpreter for each language and explain it well. 
It is impossible to save one life without utmost effort, investment, and passion. When a trainee does not understand English well, but a member does their best to translate, I am so moved and grateful. Whenever there is a video corresponding to the end of each chapter of the DP, it is more effective to screen it according to the content. For example, after teaching the fall of man, it would be good to show a video about the purity movement or the blessing movement. For example, when you teach about restoration, if you show various interreligious activities, such as ACLC centered on clergy or the Jerusalem Peace Walk, it will increase the effectiveness by proving that it is not just a theory, but we are working on the field in reality. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. Now it is time to invite the Takayo again, who is an exemplary cup activity at Columbia University in New York and have time to study together about campus witnessing and one-on-one -on -one divine principle witnessing method. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dr. Young. Uh, and good morning, brothers and sisters. So yesterday we went over step number three, how to do one-on-one -on -one divine principle reading with your guest. And today we would like to talk about some good practices to do to help your guests grow and complete divine principle. And at the end, testify to true parents. So once you have a guest, uh, you as a spiritual parent should make a stronger and deeper foundation of faith. Our guests are our mirrors. So we must become solid and unaffected by the environment. First point, your spiritual child standing or their problems and issues are related to the spirits behind you. Analyzing your guests can give you an opportunity to take a look at your relationship with God and any issues that you may have. Be honest with yourself and report to God and to your able figure what you really think and feel. Consider your guests' issues as your family's issues and fallen nature. And repent on behalf of the guests and pray for God's assistance so that the guests can understand uh, the concept of sin and fallen nature and be desperate to restore your guest and shed a lot of tears of strong sympathy. Second point, uh, pray a lot about your spiritual child's background. And many times when we practice this, we can understand, a, we can have a better idea of what the spiritual child is going through and what their background is or their relationship with their parents and God can guide you in how to guide your spiritual child. So that's why these stronger and deeper foundations of faith become really important once we have a guest to study divine principle with. Another point, uh, when we start reading divine principle, it is good to keep track of where your guests are in reading divine principle. So here's an example of how uh, we personally keep track of where each guest is at in reading divine principle. We create a simple Excel sheet with their names, the names of their spiritual parent, the date that we meet the spiritual child, and if they have completed the introduction, you color it in 
um, POC principles of creation, and then you put a number for where they're at. So for example, the first guest uh, here is reading fall section one. So kind of like that, really simple, but it allows you to keep track of where each guest is at. And uh, when they finish divine principle, you can color it in as well. And this is something that helps you, but also helps God um, understand like where each guest is at and how we can take care of the guest. Um, another example of how we can keep track of where our guests are in terms of their understanding and their growth um, in, in heart is by taking notes, very good notes. And this is an example of a picture here of kind of a guest profile almost. So yes, uh, this is a good way for us to understand how our guests are growing and receiving divine principle. And another point, uh, please encourage your guests to make conditions for their life of faith. After your guest reads about the introduction to restoration and Adam's family in part two of divine principle, please guide him or her to start making their own conditions to grow their life of faith. So at this point, when they finish reading Introduction to Restoration and Adam's Family, they now understand how to set a life of faith through making indemnity conditions. So you can guide them on how to make conditions so that God can work in their life. Uh, an example of how, of how you can guide them is to um, help them in figuring out a purpose for their life of faith condition. A central figure would be themselves and a condition, prayer, hundoke, or tithing even, um, and a time period. So you have them write it down on a piece of paper and have them give it to you. And you check every day if they have been doing the condition or not. And in this way, you're really helping your spiritual child to grow little by little by helping them make their own conditions in their life of faith. And this way, the, the, our spiritual child not only understands divine principle intellectually, but through practicing it, they can have more conviction uh, through applying the principle in their life. And here are some key points for step number four in uh, testifying and completing divine principle. So after reading the last section of the divine principle, please hear your guest's reflection uh, overall on divine principle. And you can ask which part of the DP they like the most. And you can also share on from your perspective what part of divine principle moved you. Number two, after you hear their reflection and you give and take, you can testify to true parents as your personal Messiah. So yes, this point is really important. Um, after you finish reading divine principle, you have to testify to your parents as the second coming of the Messiah. And at this point, it is really important that you offer your personal prayer conditions and uh, devotion towards your spiritual child so that they can receive uh, your parents as the Messiah. So please uh, don't take this part lightly. Um, this is a really important part that determines whether your spiritual child can live or die spiritually. So number three, after that, uh, you can invite your guests to continue studying True Father's autobiography and True Mother's memoir. So many times the guest does not know or have a personal experience with True Parents. 
So they might not have a good uh, understanding or uh, decision to make about whether uh, true parents are their personal messiah or not. So this is a really good opportunity to ask them to continue studying true father's autobiography and mother's memoir so that they can personally learn more about true parents. And finally, uh, you can give your guest a copy of the divine principle and a small gift. So this is a picture of an example of us giving the divine principle to a guest when we finish reading divine principle. And usually they are really happy to receive the copy of divine principle and you can really feel how appreciative they are of the divine principle and how you've been going through week by week, uh, deepening your relationship with them and really engaging them in divine principle. So yes, these are the key points for step number four and uh, that would be it for today. Um, we'll continue tomorrow for the last step, how to guide your spiritual child to commit to membership. So thank you so much. Wow, thank you so much, Takayo, for your beautiful explanation. Kamsamida, God bless you. Thank you.